The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The only thing that seems to stay the same is change. Change can be hard to manage, but once we've set out to master how we respond to change, we can increase efficiency, reduce stress, and move ahead. Welcome to Change is the New Constant with Lesya Kushner. Lesya and her guest will provide tips and best practices to manage how you can react to change. Now, here's your host, Lesya Kushner. Hello, I hope you're having a wonderful day. My name is Lesya Kushner, and welcome to Change is the New Constant. It is such a pleasure to be with you here today. Um, It's wonderful for those of you who are able to join me again, as well as for those of you who are listening to for the very first time. Our topic for today is Avoid Those Change Management Mistakes. We're going to talk today about the mistakes. Now, I have to admit, I started change management by taking a course. I took that course long ago. I got my certification. I also started by reading some books. Now, I'm dating myself here a little bit. I took a little bit on the internet. Now, this was a while ago. Now, let's bring this back up to today. Now, that was an entire 15 years ago. Now, I'm not going to date myself too much. Um, And, hey, you can take a look at that picture online. Uh, Now, don't don't take too close of a picture. You might have to take a look at some of my gray hair there a little bit. Um, But bring this right back up to today. Nowadays, there's... Tons on the internet. You can look at webinars. There's blogs. There's many other users out there. Now, some of you may even go and really get your certification. Thank goodness. For those of you who know about certifications and stuff like that, I even have mine. I got my pro-size certification. Um... Love that ad car. I use it all the time. Um, But that teaches you how to do everything correctly and properly. And as I'm saying that, I'm doing my quotes with my fingers. But many times in life, that's the most valuable, especially when you're working with people so that you're learning. Um... But sometimes when you're doing that, that's like learning from the mistakes. And that's the by trial and error. Whoa, I'm going to say that again. By trial and error. That's not always the best way. But you know, sometimes that's the quickest way to learn things. 
because when you just read the book, that usually teaches you that that's a, or, you know, if you take the course, that's usually the best way to do it. This is the proper way to do things. But when you're sort of figuring it out and you don't do it the right way, you sort of learn the wrong way to do it, and then you learn the fix. Ha! Huh. That's the kind of better way to do it. So for today, I plan to share with you what I've learned by my mistakes. And I'll teach you sort of how I've learned things. Now these are from my mistakes, but also the mistakes that I've seen. What has worked and why? So for today, we're going to cover things like the common mistakes that I've seen made when leading change. And I'm going to break these up into the following areas. So the following areas that we're going to look at are the mistakes that are made at the very start of a project. The mistakes that are made in a communications sections. The mistakes from an organization perspective. And then mistakes from a change management strategies perspective. And then the last section that I love covering is there are so many things from change management that I do in my professional life that I often take into my personal life. So I'll share with you a mistake that I had in my personal life and what I did about it. So those are the things that we're going to cover today. But first, let's go ahead and have some fun. So put your thinking caps on. Let's have some fun with a riddle to get us thinking. Okay, you ready for this one? Okay, so you can touch me but not see me. You can throw me out but not away. What am I? Okay, one more time. Put this one on again, Kate. You can easily touch me, but not see me. You can throw me out, but not away. What am I? You ready? You're back. Ha! Pretty good, huh? Okay, let's get started. Let's get to work. So, the first thing. So, what are some of your common mistakes? Now, I love talking about these kinds of things because, you know, like I said, sometimes we're always learn, we always learn the right way to do things, but sometimes the best way to learn things is learning from what we're doing wrong, learning those mistakes. So many changes that fail can be traced right through to the mistakes. Um, and this is so many times when I love going through a project and, you know, getting to the end of a project and covering what I call, what are the lessons learned? And those are those mistakes. So something that I think we can all relate to. So what are those common mistakes? So the first thing that I want to start looking at is what are those mistakes that we make from the start? So that's the first section that we're going to look at. What are those mistakes that we have right from the start? Okay. 
So the very first mistake starts with quickly get the job done, whatever it takes. What's the mistake with that? Quickly get the job done. That's a mistake. You can't just quickly get it done. Steps need to be made to get a job done. But proper steps were not taken. You need to consider the alternatives. You need to involve the right people. You need to make sure you're hearing the proper concerns. You can't just quickly get it done. Nine times out of ten, when you have something that you just quickly get done, you end up having to go right back and do it over again properly. You can't just go over it. Oftentimes, when you just quickly get a job done, you have to, when you're trying to sort of take that thing and problem and look at it, and consider what your other options are. What I love seeing is what's the bigger picture here? And um, the best thing that I sort of try to do is I like looking at a, a Google Maps or MapQuest or something like that. And I sort of try and look at that map and I zoom out. That That's sort of the analogy that I take is I, I look at that Google Maps Or another analogy is, you know, when you're on a plane or a helicopter and you sort of are able to take that that picture and zoom out from it or get a a higher view of it so that you can see, what am I really looking at? What are all the other people or pictures or that bigger frame? So you can see, what are the other people? What are the other parts? What is the bigger scope? Who are the other pieces of the organization? What are the other things that are I need to be considering here? So that's what you have to just keep in mind. That's what you should have had right from that one. Okay, so that's our first mistake. Next one. Next mistake, no organized plan. Wow, okay. You need to put together a plan. You need to have a strategy. Exactly where you want to end up. So everyone knows where you're starting from and where you want to end up. Now I'm going to emphasize the two steps there, where you're starting from and where you want to end up. Oftentimes you want to know where you want to end up. Okay, I'll give you that one. But the first step, where you're starting from, that's a critical piece. Oftentimes that's a piece that gets left out. And the, I'll go back to the term analogy because I'm going to use that lots of times in this session. So write that one down because I'm going to come back to it 
a gazillion times today. Um, think of an airline ticket. When you have an airline ticket, you have where you're leaving from and where you're going to. Where are you starting from? That's a critical piece. Oftentimes, where when you're putting that together for all of your different users, um, you have to know where everyone's coming from and so that you know where they're ending up. Too many times when you've got your project team and they're all working to have to know where they're building all of their um, flow charts and everything else, you have to make sure that the starting point for everyone is working. If it's not that starting point, if it's sort of, oh, I think this is where everyone's coming from and this is where they're, you know, we want them to end up. You have to make sure that everyone's starting at that same spot. Because if they're not all starting at that same spot, they're not, they can't all be getting, ending up at the same area. This is where you need to make sure and talk to everyone where they're starting from. Oftentimes, this is where there's a whole lot of confusion and not everyone was starting at the same spot. And from a change management perspective, this is where you have to be doing and talking to the people initially and making sure that they were really starting from that same spot. Okay, the next one is, for our users, training is our focus. Now, I specifically have this one for the very first one. Um, for that first group from the start. And this is a mistake people make. And I have it here. And it's the mistake here because training is our focus. Because so many times people say, oh, we're just going to focus on training. And the mistake here is because training shouldn't be where we're starting from. If you look, look at the ad car, the knowledge piece is off right in the center and it's because people oftentimes they just get people involved in a project talking to them about the training that's where people are getting involved but we have to make them aware we're building their awareness and then creating their desire and then we'll work about developing the knowledge we have to really get people aware of the of the project the what why where, when, so that we're not leading to just them about the assumptions and the gossip and the rumor mill and everything else. Then we'll worry about creating the desire. That's the next one. We need to get people all involved of what's going on. That's the important part. So next we'll focus on the mistakes made that where the focus is on the communication and the organization. We'll take a look at that right after the break. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Lesya Kushner is the host of Change is the New Constant and a respected change manager. In our lives, change really is the new constant. Things in life are moving and changing so much faster than they have in the past. 
Lesya consults with large companies, speaks with groups wanting to facilitate changes, and has a change management blog sharing change tips and techniques, which you can find at crystalmount.com. Even though Lesya does all of that, as a change management consultant, she works with companies by going through implementations and restructuring, determines how users will be impacted, then she eases the transition to make it a success. As a change manager speaker, she shares the tips and techniques on change management, introducing key aspects of communication, which is that critical point of successful changes. To contact Lesya for more information, please visit her website at crystalmount.com. That's crystalmount.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Change is the New Constant with Lesya Kushner. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email lesya at crystalmount.com. That's L-E-S-I-A at crystalmount.com. She'll perhaps address your question or comment on a future show. Now, back to Change is the New Constant. Hello, I'm Lesya Kushner, and welcome back to Change is the New Constant. So, for this session... We're talking about mistakes people make when they are working on their um, projects. So today, today we're focusing on how we can have projects move forward, but and sometimes we can focus on the mistakes people are making, because oftentimes we can learn from our mistakes. The section that we're going to focus on right now is communication. Oftentimes we can learn from the mistakes that we made when we're communicating. And that's what we're going to look at right now. Communication is absolutely critical especially from the change management side. So, let's get started there. Now, the first mistake that we're going to take a look at is this. Nothing after the initial launch. Now, oh, isn't that a huge mistake? Oftentimes, right after we do this, have this major launch event nothing happens we don't hear anything about it now about when I'm saying it I'm referring to the project so if we had this huge launch event now there was this sponsor they had this wonderful speech there were some Q&A sessions where questions got answered, wonderful, even they had an employee's lunch, and then nothing, nothing happened. Everything just started fading. There were no other communications, no other announcements, and the energy just started dying. What happened now? You can't do this. Even after this, which means the project team is working their butts off in the background, you still have to keep up to date. 
So even if this means like every two weeks, you just give a quick update saying that we're keeping things up to date, we are staying on track, our timelines are keeping things going, we are now um, continuing with this testing, we're now looking at this, we're continuing with that. You can still keep doing that kind of stuff, but you just have to keep up to date. Um, so important to be doing that because if you don't do that, everyone assumes that nothing more is being done. And from the project management perspective, um, that can't continue happening. Okay. Next mistake. Only communicate what we have when we know it. Okay. That's another problem. So let's just go into basic communication standards. <sighs> communication has to be regular. Now, my four C's in communication, the rule is clear, concise, continual, and consistent. So first C is clear, clear. Get that message out nice and clear to the appropriate groups. Concise, keep it short and sweet. Now, the term I use for concise, short and sweet, is like text messages, short and sweet. Um, I love the text messages. So those one or two page long emails, not good. Uh-uh, short and sweet. You, you gotta keep it nice and short and sweet. Continual and consistent, that what I mean by that is those five to seven times, five to seven different ways. So um, think of watching uh, like a football game. That's a good one. Where you see those commercials and it's not just you see one commercial once. Gosh, those Coke commercials, for example. You see that one brand new Coke commercial and you see it like five times. Gosh, the next morning, that same Coke commercial, you're now singing it the next morning because it's stuck in your head. Okay, that's wonderful marketing. That's how it gets stuck in your head. Okay, um, that's how, that's proper communication, okay? Another great way with five, that's, so that's your five to seven times, okay? The other one is the five to seven different ways. It's just using uh, marketing and stuff like that, different ways. So you can email, you can text, you can put it on your internet, you can make a poster, you can stick it in an elevator. You can, okay, all of these different ways. You've got to be creative and, you know, have it communicating multiple different ways. You can mention it in your next meeting. You can, you know, all of these different ways. And the other thing is communicating. It's got to go 
two ways. So, you know, you can't just sort of say it. It also needs to be, you need to be able to hear it as well. Um, I love using the term, God gave you two ears and one mouth. So you listen twice as much as you talk. So use them that way. Um, The other thing is with communication, it's got to be right from the very start. Okay? So the wrong thing there, only communicate what we have when we know it. You've got to be sending communications all the time as soon as you know it and regularly always so the best thing with projects is don't just wait until you have information just consistently have communications on a regular basis so with projects that I'm always involved in I always set up an intranet site a SharePoint site so that's always there all the time. I always have regular meetings every two weeks or as we get closer to launch times and stuff like that. Now we're talking every week as we get closer all the time so that people know if they want to get more information, they can go to the sites. If we're going to have get closer to launch time, we're going to have those kinds of things all the time. So you have to be able to get that kind of stuff. Okay? Um, what we don't want to do is make those other kinds of mistakes. Okay, another big mistake. Whoa, what if we had something like this? Mistake. Before you go to work, you learn about it over the internet or on TV. Big mistake. News will run in the media. So those items will hit the employees before they even get into work. You can't have that. So managers are caught off guard. They're speechless and unaware of the next steps you take. Employees are not sure they'll walk the fine line. So you should be on the defense or totally in the dark. You have to stop those leaks to the press. You can't have those kinds of things. So you can't do that. You have to be very, very careful. Okay. Um, So that is basically your communication. And I've spent a lot of time there, and that's extremely important because communication is a huge thing with um, change management. And that's why I've spent a lot of time there. The next section we're going to take a look at is organization. And so let's just spend some time there. Um, The next one is, my first mistake with organization is pretending the organization culture doesn't exist. So let's talk about that. That's a huge mistake. The organization culture does exist. Whether you like it or not, it is there. And I like to picture it um, like an iceberg, Whether you feel that you can't see it or it doesn't exist, it does, okay? So um, the part that you can see or that you believe it's there, um, that's like your policies and procedures, okay? The part that you can't see, um, that's the sort of 
the part that's submerged, that's that part of the iceberg that's that you really don't see all the time. And that's sort of your unwritten rules. Um, that, those are those assumptions. Um, those are those band-aids throughout the day. That's, you know, you that's just how people sort of are always working. And that's considered the organization culture. So it does exist. Um, you have to be careful with that. Okay. Um, the next one is not recognizing the informal org chart. I want to talk about that. There is an informal org chart. So recognize it. This is an important one. Um, oftentimes when I'm reviewing an org chart, I make notes of who the um, assistants are. I do this all the time. I, there's an org chart there, but there are lots of informal things that I get used to using. Um, these are the people who I identify that I maybe need to be aware of because there's sometimes maybe some resistance. Um, they may be also great for some key players. Um, there's sometimes the people who, all, and I'm going to use the quote, manage the department. So they're, they don't have the title manager, but they're very good at managing their departments. And they also sometimes work really good and closely with other departments. So you have to be very careful with that. Um, and I just always work very closely with them. What I love about all of those people and all of their roles is they're very key players. Roles that I assign these people to that I love working with them is I make them my key contacts. So they're my key players. And the one role that I use them for is I love making them testers because they love going in and helping with making sure that everything's going to work. So for UAT, user acceptance testing, they're fabulous for that. So um, they're, they're great for, for that role. Um, okay, we're going to continue on with more of these. So the next area that we're going to focus on for mistakes is specifically on change management. So all that right after the break. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Lesya Kushner is the host of Change is the New Constant and a respected change manager. In our lives, change really is the new constant. Things in life are moving and changing so much faster than they have in the past. Lesya consults with large companies, speaks with groups wanting to facilitate changes, and has a change management blog sharing change tips and techniques, which you can find at crystalmount.com. Even though Lesya does all of that as a change management consultant, 
She works with companies by going through implementations and restructuring, determines how users will be impacted, then she eases the transition to make it a success. As a change manager speaker, she shares the tips and techniques on change management, introducing key aspects of communication, which is that critical point of successful changes. To contact Lesya for more information, please visit her website at crystalmount.com. That's crystalmount.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Change is the New Constant with Lesya Kushner. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email lesya at crystalmount.com. That's L-E-S-I-A at crystalmount.com. She'll perhaps address your question or comment on a future show. Now, back to Change is the New Constant. Hello, I'm Lesya Krishner, and welcome back to Change is the New Constant. So, in this session, we're focusing on mistakes. And in this, this time, we're specifically focusing on specific change management mistakes. Okay, so... The topic for my first section is focusing mainly on the rational pieces. Okay, I know this is a little bit of a big bite, but let's just take a good look at this one. Now, rational pieces. Okay. Now, oftentimes, when we are working on projects, especially within the organization, when we say rational, they're often dealing with IT projects. Okay. So, within IT, the rational pieces end up being the forms, the databases, the workflows, and stuff like that. Now, when we flip that over and say, okay, but with change management, that's when we end up being the more the change management side. And so that's not the rational stuff. That's when it gets to be more of the emotional things that we're dealing with. And so they don't align with the rational, the and so if we sort of look at a brain, that's sort of the left brain versus the right brain stuff. Okay, so um, when we look at the rational, the IT, the left brain kind of things, then there's the other side where it's not so structured and, and all of that stuff. Okay, so if we look at more of those kinds of things and more of the change managements, more of those kinds of things, that's when we get into the more of the hmm just the mergers and the restructures and maybe just the policy changes and those kinds of things. Okay, so that's different. Now, people aren't always going to consider anything until for those, they're really convinced that there's really a problem that 
truly needs to be addressed. Okay. They don't really see that there's a problem here. So you just have to take that step back and just see how we can fix it. Versus something like a form, we can just redo the form. That's easy. Clear, cut, done. A restructuring or a merger or something like that where just you just sort of, everyone just needs to settle into their new position. That's a little bit different. Okay. Great. Ready for the next one? Here we go. Knowing the change, how can I tell people will react? Okay. Well, I'm the change expert. I know how everyone will react. That's that's a quote. I'm just pretending. Well, just because you're a change expert, you don't know how everyone will react. That's that's just uh, being silly. Okay, everyone reacts differently all the time. You don't know that. Organizations don't change. People do. Each person will always react differently. The group doesn't react. People react differently. Always remember that. So just because you know a change is happening, people react differently. It's that way it is. So just because there's a big change happening, people react differently. So that's how it's always going to impact you. Okay? Everyone will react differently. So we have to deal with that. Okay. Next one. Ready for this one? Here we go. Mistake. Another one here. Not dealing with resistance. I've seen this before. Where people just try to ignore it. You have to deal with resistance. You have to. I get that it's challenging, but you have to deal with resistance. My biggest thing here is keep resistant users close by your side. Biggest advice is you start by telling their managers and have their managers talk to them so that they can have the closest relationship. That's the biggest advice. If their managers aren't close by so that their managers can't talk directly to them, then you talk to them. So, and talk to them directly 
as a one-off. Don't deal with them in front of a big crowd. So if they're, if that was the conversation and you were sort of seeing them in front of everyone, then that's fine. But just sort of call them aside and just talk to them one-on-one, just off to the side. Deal with them. Don't assume that this is something that will just pass. Deal with it. I get that it's challenging. It will be. I get that. But you got to deal with it. Resistance will always be there, but it's really important that you deal with it. Okay? It will just continue to grow. It doesn't ever pass. The other thing is, assume that resistance will always be there, but accepting that it will always be there, um, be proactive about it right from the start. So um, as you're planning your change management strategies and different communications and stuff like that, knowing that resistance was is going to be there, just sort of keep that in mind. So anytime you're putting together communication plans and everything else, think about that all the time. And so you're going to have that in your head all the time. And so as you're putting that, um, all those things together, always have resistance in mind. Okay. Next one, not including the most impacted users. Wow, that's a huge mistake. You've got to include your most impacted users all the time. It is so important when there is a change. The most impacted users, however they're impacted, need to be communicated to, they need to be shown how they will be impacted, they need to be encouraged to get involved, they need, you can get their input, they need to be included in the design, included in the testing, included in everything else. They can also be um, part of the communication so they can stay on top of what's happening, including timelines, statuses, updates, go live, so they know how to prepare, the training, and everything else, as well as the implementations and everything else. For sometimes, because they're so impacted, they're sort of set off to the side um, simply because no one knows how to treat them. It, they're sort of like, oh my gosh, we just don't know what to do because they are just to the top as to how they're going to be treated We just don't know how we're going to even know how to deal with it. So you really need to know that they have to be driven. 
Okay. Next one. Not celebrating your small wins. You've got to. It's so important to celebrate the small wins as you go along. Think of that athlete hurdle jumper. Think of her as she's running and jumping over those hurdles. Now for now, don't think about the race. Just envision that one athlete, solo, running the race, jumping over those hurdles, celebrating those little successes, each of those small wins, and then having that true celebration when she finally reaches that finish line. You've got to celebrate those small wins as she's going and going and going. She's got to. You've got to celebrate those. Not just when she crosses crosses that finish line, but as she's going through each of those hurdles as she's going along. You've got to celebrate those. Now, when we are thinking of those, think of those as when we are doing all of those things. Okay. Now, what about the mistake of moving on to the next project once we do go live? It's like, no, we're not done just because we went live. Just because we went live doesn't mean change management is complete. Just because we went live, we can reinforce, we can retrain, we've got our lessons learned, we can communicate, and we can celebrate. We have to do all of those things. We can't just go live and move on to the next project. We just went live. Our change management isn't complete yet. We've got to come back and make sure that we are retrace those steps, especially those lessons learned, so that we have a chance to just go through those mistakes and absorb those lessons learned. Those are really important. Okay. As a change manager, the skills I have developed professionally, I have wonderfully benefited personally from. So after the break, I'll share with you an example of this. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Lesya Kushner is the host of Change is the New Constant and a respected change manager. In our lives, change really is the new constant. Things in life are moving and changing so much faster than they have in the past. Lesya consults with large companies, speaks with groups wanting to facilitate changes, and has a change management blog sharing change tips and techniques, which you can find at crystalmount.com. Even though Lesya does all of that, as a change management consultant, she works with companies by going through implementations and restructuring, determines how users will be impacted. Then she eases the transition to make it a success. As a change manager speaker, she shares the tips and techniques on change management, introducing key aspects of communication, which is that critical point of successful changes. To contact Lesya for more information, please visit her website at crystalmount.com. That's crystalmount.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
You are listening to Change is the New Constant with Lesya Kushner. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email lesya at crystalmount.com. That's L-E-S-I-A at crystalmount.com. She'll perhaps address your question or comment on a future show. Now, back to Change is the New Constant. Hello, I'm Lesya Kushner, and welcome back to Change is the New Constant. So, as I mentioned, as a change manager, I love taking my professional skills and bringing them home with me. So, taking those change management skills home. I believe people learn from their mistakes, as I do. I have an 18-year-old daughter, and uh, she and I have been having some wonderful conversations. Uh, We have great communication skills, um, which, by the way, is a wonderful change management skill, and uh, both of us. Both uh, Jacqueline and I, we flourish at this. Um, but I think we are also starting to recognize that her grad is coming. So she is leaving to university. So that's filled with a pile of mixed emotions. Okay. So you can see where there's a cross of emotions here. It goes from one extreme to the other. We go from excitement, joy, pleasure, enthusiasm, spirit, energy, sparkle, planning, forethought but then there's doubt hesitation uncertainty planning I mean so it's important to learn where things are going And not that there are huge mistakes, but we need to make sure that we're not struggling against each other, with each other. We need to be working with each other, right? So sometimes we need to remember just to take a step back, see where we're both coming from, and move forward from there. We need to always just want to reevaluate where we're having those emotions. And this is where I love, again, going back to that, those Google Maps and getting that little bit of a higher perspective to sort of see where we're both at. So we can sort of get those perspectives and, you know, and see where we're both wanting to go. 
those are those kinds of things from change management that I love. Those are those professional skills that I now have at work that I'm able to take into my personal life because I can see what I have and what I'm able to take home for me. It's wonderful. I take that step back. I see where I want to go. I reevaluate the mo- those emotions and I'm able to move forward. Wonderful. Those change management connections from my professional over to my personal. It's wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. So I have some quotes here that I want to share. And these are things that I, as I was going through and seeing some of these mistakes, these quotes sort of resonated a lot with me. The first one is from the Winston Churchill. It has, to improve is to change. To be perfect is to change often. And I love that because you see it's to improve is to change. To be perfect is to change often. Um, Jack Welsh. Anytime there is change, there is opportunity. So isn't that beautiful as well? You've got to love where when you're wanting to be able to move forward, you can do that. But you've got to be able to see that there are opportunities that allow you to be doing all of these changes. But you have to recognize that when you're needing to be able to move and do those changes, if you've got those mistakes, you can you can be able to do that. And oftentimes, when you are seeing those mistakes that you're making, just take those couple of steps back. Because so many times when those mistakes are starting to come through, it just, you need to take those couple of steps back to see those mistakes starting to come through. And then it's like, Ah, yeah, I'm getting that. I see that coming through. And oftentimes as a change manager, especially, we are those change managers because we do have those same skills. We, we were in this um, environment because we have those same skills that allow us to just sort of take that step back for ourselves to say, hmm, I do need to kind of just look back and say, what's here? What do I need to take a look at? How am I able to move forward? And you just need to be able to do that. So, in summary, people make mistakes. And that's okay. The best way to learn from there is to just move forward. So, take your notes. I always do. Mistakes aren't a bad thing. What you don't want to do is just keep making those same mistakes over again. Repeating them doesn't get you any further ahead. What you want to do is say, hmm, well, if I've done this once or maybe even twice, you want to stop take a look at it and say, hmm, that's not working. 
So what am I going to do differently? The other thing is watch other people and learn from them. That's a huge cue. Learn from them. Because then they're saving you the time. So you don't have to waste your time and make make your mistakes. I'm excited to be doing my next show on Change is the New Constant. Now, obviously, that's the name of my show. But I'm going to be sharing with you what the new really means to me. Um, I'm also going to be sharing with you a list of my top 10. So I'm going to be consolidating some of my favorites all in my show. I'm so eager to be doing that for you. I'm Lesia Kushner. Thanks so much for joining me on Change is the New Constant. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in to Change is the New Constant with Leshia Kushner next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, identify change in your life and how you can respond positively. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.